Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Oh, yeah, you came in with the jacket today. By the way, wait, you said it on the podcast. Did you say it about the pod- on the podcast about the girl who stole your jacket? You, I don't think you this did. This is the one, bruv. You didn't. Did he did he say it? Did he tell the, the story about the girl that took his jacket? No. Okay, boom. If you tell it quickly. The girl tried to teeth your jacket in Paris. Bro. Just quickly. Oh yeah, no, you didn't. One of the this? worst days of my life. Look at the jacket, bro. First of all, let's admire the jacket. Jacket's Beautiful. cold. Touch it. Touch it. Oh wow. Oh man. Bad boy jacket. You can walk on me. Yeah, I'm the waviest carpet ever. That's rug material. <laughs> I st- like, if I, I look like I started in Aladdin, I am the magic. But this is the problem. Everybody wants a piece of the action. Can understand mm. why. Boom. Fashion week. We're in Paris Man, now. I'm Paris. there as well. We as in you two. Where was I? Chucky yeah. was there. It was so lit. Boom. I'm out. I said, I've taken this jacket because I knew it's fashion week. This is a stinger. This might be the thing. It might get you with a call. Oh, is that and yeah, boom? Yeah, of course. I've stepped in the dance with the jacket. Yeah, it's warm. So I'm like, all right, I need a little place for it to just sit down and yeah, relax. Just, just, for, my just for context as well, yeah, that jacket, if for people who are not watching, the jacket is a proper, super duper warm jacket. like Proper. Yeah. And it's like, the material of like a rug or yeah, or, yeah, yeah. or, or like, a, like blinds or something like that. Yeah, if it's like minus six blinds? outside. What kind of blinds do you have? No, yours? Curtains, 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 curtains. There we curtains, go. Yeah, if it's minus six outside, you're good. Come on, I'm, oh, in, yeah. I'm in Jamaica. Strong. That's how warm this jacket is. So I put it down next to my friend and I said, yo, I beg you, just do me a favour. Could you just watch my jacket? And the only reason why I've asked her, not because she's sitting down, because there's other stuff there anyway. So she looks like that might be her job for the night. Yeah. And she's that type of person. She's not really, she's not really going to go many, many places. She just holds her one corner superb night I'm like yo leave my jacket there cool doing my thing raving loving it I've I'll stepped in to check on my now. jacket I stepped in a dance now these times no no but you haven't stepped in just yet ain't I no you ain't stepped in just yet so I had to go back and just a oh, one check on my jacket it's not there I'm like what's going on here I see her coming back from the toilet wearing my jacket 
<laughs> how can a girl how can the girl be in the dance put a jacket on to go to the toilet technically she was and it's, keeping an and eye it's on warm it. in there but the other stuff she is still wanted, there yeah, the other she, stuff's still there so mm. technically you could have just left it with the other stuff because I've now realised you know after a little while when you've packed up a corner that's just your corner even the man at the opposite end of the rave knows that's your corner. Cool. All so all the stuff's there. Yeah. Come on, it's your, it's your little, it's your little corner. Cool. She's wearing the jacket. She's like, yeah, I'm just making sure that. I'm like, oh, thank you, man. Extra care, man. Let me check. Oh, the house keys still inside. The house keys are in there. All right, respect. And I'm not even checking if the house keys are in there for me. It's to let her know. Yeah. I need this jacket. Oh uh, yes, I hear that. I've gone to the bar again to get a juice. Have I stepped in by this? You've point? stepped in. Yeah. The night has just got better. All right. So now I've took my jacket off now, and I've put my jacket where all of the stuff was where he's talking about now. Because okay. I've already, without him even telling me, I've come to the dance, seen the vibe, and assessed that situation. That this is where you demand them, and this is where we leave our things. Yeah. It's the jacket corner. Mm. You might as well put a sign there. It is the jacket corner. Didn't think man was gonna jack my jacket. Mad. I've walked around. I'm just realizing, wait a minute. Where's the girl? Cause now I gotta look for the girl. I can't even look for the jacket no more because the jacket is on the girl. I gotta look for the girl. The girl is nowhere to be seen. I just can't believe it. Boom, I'm trying to text her now. I've got the wrong number. What's up in it? Just one tick, not even two, just oh, one tick. Oh, I'm bad. like, oh, I've jumped on the gram like, yo, What's going on? <laughs> Where is my jacket? I get a text. Oh, sorry. I left with your jacket. I'm like, I know. Why have you left with Why? my jacket? She goes, I forgot. I, I said, big. You can't forget you're wearing this jacket. It's just too big. Yeah. Like what? How fucking tall was she? Anyway, but she goes to me. You can't just take Poet's jacket if you're not a certain size and not realise that you're wearing the jacket. That doesn't even make that doesn't even make sense. No. But now I'm upset because he's asking all the wrong questions. Where are you? One guess, clever clogs. Mm. The rave looking for my jacket. Where else am I gonna be? Oh, can I pause you there as well? Mm. I yeah. hate it when people ask dumb questions like that. You know where I am. Because you know where you just took my shit from. It and it's still a, a, a point in the night where it's like, you rave, it's two o'clock. I'm right, I'm in the club. We're in Paris. Like the house keys are in there. I got to leave the next day. 11 a.m. is my checkout. Oh yeah. So I can't even, I can't even trust you in this situation because I've got trains to catch and give me my jacket. So when she's on some, oh, where are you? Where are you? Yes. I text, where are you? Stay there. I'm coming for my jacket. Send me your location. I don't want this waiting for you for my jacket. I'll just be in a mood. I've run out the rave now. Run out the rave when I'm at Oh, I need a taxi. No one's speaking English. Bonjour ting only. So, to, yo, babe, come here. You speak French? She's like, yeah. I say, yeah, boom. Roll with me. Get me a taxi to this place here. Roll with me. Get my jacket. She's like, what? I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the plan. That's she's, the plan. She jumped in. Yeah, I love that, you know. That's the plan. Can and I she's in it. That. Many men can do that. Yeah, yeah, but you have to you have to come with a certain vibe and energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, what I'm saying. You can't just come out there on a road, man, hoggish thing. Yeah, it's not that. It's yeah. the plan was so certain. Her, she all brought her friend, so mm. all of us are now going to get my jacket. It's just amazing. Jumped out the taxi now. Boom. I'm like, I I just thought let me bring some backup because some of the bouncers they're just not speaking English. So I come and I'm like, 
excuse me, sir. I know this sounds weird, but someone's got my jacket downstairs and it's got the house keys in it. I just want to get my jacket and leave. I don't want to stay in the venue. I don't want to rave. I don't even want to have a good time. I so just, just want to get clear, my jacket. She's left one rave to Come go to, to a next rave wow. in your jacket. So now she wants to step in and look like the person. And now I look like I'm borrowing my jacket. jacket yeah, yeah. Nah, bro. This is mad. I'm out. I'm enraged. Enraged. I can't be outraged because it will go mad. She, I can't get through to the... So now the French girls had to come and speak to the bouncer guy. By this time, though, because I'm going so mad upstairs, she, I just see the... I see my jacket. I'm like, why did you take the jacket? Just take it off. It's fucking ridiculous. Take it off. <coughs> anyway, she's taking it off. Got my jacket. Said to the girl, darling, thank you so much. And um, Was she French? She was French, the girl that helped me. Well, I don't know. Do you know what? That worked out well. Because obviously, Can you, know what? you know got what your you're jacket back. <laughs> you got your jacket back. And then, you know what I'm talking about. What? Did something else happen after that? After what? The jacket. Yeah, after you got the jacket back. What, a little compensation? Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. What do you mean compensation? <laughs> <laughs> nah, you know what I'm trying to... Listen. I just do my oh, thing. Oh, shit. I didn't know that part of the story. All right, I hear that still. You maybe don't want to indulge in that too much. All right, cool. Well, then you know what? You weren't that mad. I mean, well, you was liquored, to be fair. You was liquored. Oh, was bro. I going? Bro, you was liquored, bro. Seriously. When I got to the dance, yeah... <laughs> You and all your man then was in a, like, you lot was on a different vibe. Like, you know what it was? From a, do you know how I even knew that you lot was there? Because I didn't, I didn't come there knowing you lot was there. Yeah. I'm just like, got in, I'm with my people, yeah? And I we're see. looking at like, from a distance, like just looking at the rave and that. But there's one section of the rave that just looks lit. <laughs> it just, there's a party go, there's like, we're in a club and everyone's dancing, but there's like a rave and then there's litness. So as I'm looking at the lit list, I'm like, no, nah, we got to stand over there. Next minute I see Poe, I said, oh shit, this makes sense. <laughs> this is where I'm at. So I went there and I put my jacket there and I was fully in the game. Um, Damn Shaq was DJing there as well, wasn't he? Damn Shaq is the... No, not, he wasn't DJing there, I don't think. Or oh, okay. He? Or he might have been. He DJs everywhere, he's lit. Yeah, shout out to him. But yeah, bro, all of that, the, the whole taking the jacket thing, I've had that as well. I've had like, um, what was it? Duo in Camden. Bruv, how can I be DJing in duo in Camden? Small little club, yeah. I've left flipping, um, finished my DJ set. I'm doing the last set. I can't find my jacket. I come outside. I see the gal outside chatting to man wearing my jacket. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. Yes, man. <laughs> what I guy? Yeah, I see um, gal out chatting to man wearing my jacket, you know. So in your swag. Yes. Next number. T -t wearing my jacket. She bright. Fucking she bright, hell, bro. Dog. Oh, I thought it was mine. These times now, she don't even have a jacket. She don't I even have a jacket. Wait, wait, I thought it was mine. Yeah, and she don't even have a jacket. Imagine I've taken the jacket off her and then she doesn't have a jacket anyway. So, you know, like, oh, the I instant response. The inst I thought it was I'm, I'm now just trying to work out the response because this is mad. You know what it is? When someone gets almost, when they get caught teeth in something like that, that's usually the first response. Oh, so you thought I went to your house scoured through your, your wardrobe, took your jacket and came to the specific rave that I knew you would be at to DJ in Camden for you to take it back without consulting me. 
Right. Is that what you're saying to These me? times I'm not even trying to have a conversation. Just give me back my fucking jacket. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me back my jacket so I can go about my business. The lucky thing is, is that if I lost it, it, it wouldn't have been too bad. Cause it what? wasn't like a jacket that was... That's like that. Forget about the money that that might have cost. It's just how unique that jacket looks. Uh, so I don't know if you could just go and just get a jacket like that again. Mine was just a black leather jacket. I can go and buy a black leather jacket yeah, at any point. Where, 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 where would I even think to get a jacket like that? Well, no, I do my thing. Was it a pack? Was it a care package thing? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. I went Secondhand somewhere. Thing. No, no, no. I went somewhere. I saw this thing. I said, mm. I said, I went somewhere. I picked it up. I said, yeah, let's do this thing. There are some things that I see. I'm just like, I'm just going to buy it. Yeah. Irrespective of the price. It's just that that looks like a bit of me. Yes. And I just yeah, don't yeah, think yeah, many yeah, people yeah. are going to wear it. And mm. that makes me really happy. Unique style and, and fashion. I want it. Mm. Yeah. How's Jim? Yeah, man. You know, a couple of times now I've gone. Just trying to get that, that, that gym body. Yeah, I hear just that. Trying to make sure I can chase my kids. Um, <laughs> Could you imagine a wham poet? That's nuts. Like it's 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 jarring though. Why? It's just jarring. Like I really appreciate people like you. I understand why you take time off. Um, I really appreciate the people that go prison and go to the gym because that environment is extremely intense. Like this one's not intense, but kind of intense. Like you're just aware people are looking at everyone and looking at you and yeah. seeing how much you're lifting and. I just find it interesting. It's not that I care to the point I'll stop, but I'm like, that's just kind of interesting. It's kind of lit. But in the gym, in prison now, Jesus Christ, I can't even imagine. Man, them looking at you, just no, seeing how true. much you're lifting, talk up to you like, is that all you're lifting, cuz? And then Tuesday, you got the pride and all of that. Yeah. Now you want to... Do you know what? It's split down that. the middle, bro. It's like, it's split down the middle in the sense of, man, them are watching man because they want to see how much you're lifting and there's that testosterone type of thing. Yeah. And then there's also the other side of it when like a girl comes to the weight section. So I, like, I'm always very, I'm al always very mindful of what it must be like for a woman to come in the, in the, in the, in the weight section. So I deliberately go out of my way to not look because more time in my gym, in where the weight section is, it's predominantly men. So when a girl comes now with, you know what I mean? Leggings, whatnot, body might be good. Breasts might be out, whatever it may be, yeah man them stop doing what they're doing and start looking at her doing what she's doing and I think right that must just be a bit awkward so you know what if nine men are looking I'm not going to be the 10th I'm not going to just add that extra bit of sauce for you to you get what I'm saying it's already awkward I'm not adding to it so I just carry on doing my thing so it's split down the middle because even sometimes when I'm doing my thing if I'm like benching and stuff like that like mm. I'll see like I'll see people staring or like stopping or whatever and it's that 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 used to happen more when I used to bench more. Yeah. Because people would look at me and think, right, how the fuck is he, how is he benching that? And then I'd use that as motivation to want to do more. Because you know when I know, when you know that people are looking, see when you're in your stride and you know that people are looking and you feel kind of, you want to do, do more. more. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that actually pushed me to do more. I just wish that it would happen that way with cardio. The only way that I can step my cardio up is like, if there's a girl next to me, for example, and she's running, she's already running. Then I get on the treadmill and then I start running and I'm tired now, but then I think, rah, I can't stop running now because she's been running and I've only just got on this thing. <laughs> you don't even want to know what happened to me on the treadmill. <laughs> I can't lie. My boy was like, all right, put your feet off the treadmill, turn it all the way up yeah. and then jump on it. All right, intervals. So I'm like, all right, Sick. cool. Big man. 
I've jumped on this treadmill. I haven't assessed this thing properly. My face says lick the treadmill. Oh, yes. No. I've I rolled off. I've had to exaggerate the drop to bring some comedic value. Because if I just get up straight away, we all know this is embarrassing. My pro- Listen, I ain't that strong, fam. I've rolled over. I've asked for a substitution. Fam, everyone's busting up. I'm like, oh my Lord. Did you high though? No. That's mad. No. That's dangerous. I can't it's just because, remember, I, I ain't been, like, this is all new to me. So when man's doing all of this, some man are just looking like pros and I was like, right, yeah, this is lit. But me, I ain't, I ain't been, what, what am I going to gym for? Intervals is the sickest thing, bro. <laughs> um, what is it? 30 seconds on, in my prime, 30 seconds on, 15 seconds off, 15 times. See when what? you finish, yeah. See when you do that, you see the sweat, brethren. Oh my God, bruv. I'm not on it. Going back to the girl thing though, Quick. and I mean, this in the greatest respect. Go on. And this is just my opinion. In the two times that I've been gym, I've noticed I have looked when I've seen a female come over to oh, the weight section. And for some strange reason, I'm always like, oh, she's nice. With little to no thought about absolutely anything, like why she's nice or anything. And then I realised, when you're in the gym and you're around all of these guys, it's just nice to see a girl. True. So I don't even know if any of the girls are so nice. I That's just true. hated being around so much guys for so... It was doing my nothing, mate. Yeah. Uh, in, my gym is kind of like a socialist kind of gym as well, though. So you get a girl in my gym. So there's like... You see, like... There's like a gym called... Um, what's the fucking gym called again? There's that one gym where it's just like bag of weights and it's like, it's not a social gym. It's like people go there to usually train to do like deadlifts or flipping uh, squats and shit like that. And they're lifting super heavy. There's bare roids going on. There's a lot of shit happening. It's all of that. Like bare veins. You go in there, you see bare veins and bare spots on the back. And that's when you know what time it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Back knee. When you yeah, back knee. Yeah, back yeah. Knee. when you see back knee, that's what and, it, it, and it's bare with them, yeah, that's yeah, when you yeah, know what that is. Yeah, yeah. Back but there's one of them it's one of them yeah, types yeah. of gyms. Well, how do you get the back knee stuff? That usually comes from the roids. Is it? Yeah, yeah you get bare spots effects. on your back and that, bro. And yeah. your neck and all of Top that. Top of your back. Yeah. Like, by your shoulders too. Yeah. My neck, my back. And it's like sometimes as well, the muscle, it's just muscle and this like couple veins and shit, bro. It's all f- mad. That's so you got disgusting. them type of gyms, but then you got like a gym that's like a fitness first, a gym box, mm. uh, David Lloyd's. Like they're more like social kind of gyms. Do you get what I'm saying? People go and obviously train hard, but like. They could chat and. Yeah. It's a kind of stylish gym. So yeah. if it's stylish, you have a. See what type of clientele are inside Doesn't there. They might be like you. Yeah. I feel you, I feel you. And then also They're what happens is as well is that like after a period of time, there's like a group of people that you all know each other. And then after on a Friday after your training session, you might go to a Ras Club, you know, little pub or something like that and have a drink. Do you get what I'm saying? It's like work, bro. It's like work. It's like when people go to work, they go to work every day, yeah. And then on a Friday, after being with everyone every day at work, they go for a drink with each other after work nearly every day. So it's like that in the gym, in our gym anyway. There's like, you know. Look at community. Yes, <laughs> I used to be a part, me, imagine yeah, me, Ben, me, Benny and Manny, yeah, we used to train together all of the time. Yeah. And we was part of that community as well. So we'd all be going out like dinners and shit. You know what I mean? With just the gym the vibe. Yeah, it was, just, yeah, it was different it? on that. 
We'd go, yeah, let's You look like you miss it. I do a little bit. Do you know what? It's not even that I miss it. I miss training with them. Okay. Do you know what I'm saying? I miss yeah. the, like, me, Ben and Manny used to train all of the time and then fit life circumstances and stuff like that changed. Do you get what I'm saying? Benny stopped coming. Manny wanted to go train mad early in the morning in a different gym, so... It was that, but so anyway, I say all of that to say, like, in my gym, yeah, there is a lot of girls kind of in my gym. So it's like seeing a girl in my gym isn't, isn't, a, it's not a new thing. Do you know what I mean? But sometimes man is man, isn't it? A girl comes in wearing a fucking, um, you know, Lord. leggings and stuff like that, big batty and that, and some people just cannot help themselves. They just can't help it, bro. I Sometimes a girl learn. come in big tits or whatever it is, man <laughs> just can't help it, bro. With a bit of sweat dripping off the chin and that, and then Crazy. it's all in the cleavage is wet and that. Snuff man can't help it, bro. One time I saw Dua Lipper in the gym and I lost my shit. Who's Dua Lipper? So oh, a pop singer. star. Ain't it Dua Looper or some shit, man? No. <laughs> she won a Brit or some shit. Like. She's yeah, young, she isn't it? Too. Is it? Yeah. She's all right, though, isn't it? Bruv. Is it? All of what you were just saying. Oh, my God. Can we just chat about... Um, Cam called a Callum, you know. He would it? know about them thing there. That's your world, you know. Of course, you're like a little jewel leafer. <laughs> <laughs> if she would have come in my gym, I would have had... I'd be none the wiser, bro. Yeah, I wouldn't even know yeah, who the probably. fuck she is. I probably... She'd probably walk in. I would, at one point, I was on her. As well, and then it's because I saw her do a song with Sean Paul, but I kind of oh, forgot. For yeah, I'm not even uh, when it comes to celebrities and shit like that, like those type of celebrities, and I don't even really know. Like they could be walking past me all the time, and I'd be none the wiser. But um, Valentine's is coming up here, and oh, I just want to throw this out God there as well. Man. Like, if you are with somebody who turns around and says, "You know what? Like, I don't really do Valentine's. You know, you don't have to get me nothing." <laughs> Listen, don't believe them. It's a trap. It's a fight. It's a it's, you're walking into an argument. When they tell you, I don't like, like, when, when they say to you, oh, it's just a fuck, it's a business. When they say it to you, it's a business. You know, don't buy me anything. It's just, you know, it's just a way for, it's just a way for people to spend money. It's a trap. When they tell you that, it's a trap. I'm telling you, it's an, you're walking into an argument if you do nothing. It's a test. The thing is, yeah, Chucks, I can't be with that type of female anymore because I've fallen for that trick on so many occasions. And not bought nothing. And not got anything. <laughs> and then a couple of days before, you're hearing all this, are we really not doing anything with Valentine's? Yeah, are we And really? then you're oh. struggling and you're scrambling. Stropping. Like, with me, I've got to want to do it now. Like, next week, Valentine's? Cuz? I don't know what's going on. So what, are you saying what, you might want to do something? Like, I might just want to do something, so I'll do it. Yeah. And if someone's available, it's a pattern. But I, I just don't think I can deal with the pressure of Valentine's Day anymore. Yeah. It's just too hard for me, Chucky. I hear that still. Have you, when's, I mean, when's the last time you had to deal with the pressure? I remember it. I was sweating. I was sweating, Chucky. Why? Well, when you say the pressure of Valentine's, what do you mean? <sighs> Obviously... <laughs> There's a lot of stuff happening around Valentine's Day where conversations cropping up, your friends are not available on them days. Everyone's making plans. So essentially, when you go to social media and all of that, you see people are just not available. And then you look about what you have and you know she's going to be thinking, so what are we doing? That's a pressure, even without her saying anything. And then she says to you, 
Oh, it's just a business. Don't worry about that. What we have is it's special. It's a business. It's a business. You're just like, I didn't even ask the question. You've just brought it up on your own accord and then told me that. <laughs> that means you've been thinking about it. Mm. What type of plan is it? So now I'm under more pressure. Mm. And then I pieced together something last minute because you didn't want to do anything. And cuz, oh my God, the big argument we had in the hotel room. Oh, so you still hotel went, you went hotel though? Bro, I tried everything in the last minute and the argument I got into, I was like, you know, like the reasons why this wasn't what it could have been is because you told me you don't care. I was just following your lead. But you know, I don't mean that. I said, oh my oh, God. Oh, so, oh, wait, oh. So, so what? Like, was she pissed that you just went to like a, um, like a premium inn or something like that? No, she was pissed that she didn't get flowers. Oh, okay. Cause she so you went like, to the hotel. Was dinner. it a decent, was it like double, it weren't twins, twin room? Oh, the bedroom was nice. You know, oh, that's okay. I paid a little bit of money to get a nice room. Oh, okay, I was going to say. But it was all I last Maybe I understand if you went there and you went, it was just like twin room, like two little single beds. <laughs> oh, no, no, the room was jazzy as fuck, man. I chose a nice hotel. And then we went for dinner. And then So oh, wait, nothing, she was just upset that you didn't get her amazing. flowers. Oh, fuck yeah. her then. Wow. Like, I'm talking mad. Why are you getting that upset over Do you get it? So she went insignificant. No, I'm talking, we woke up in the morning and I remember it like it was yesterday. She went on her phone and she was like, but you didn't get me flowers. And I just looked at her like, are you serious? Mad, fuck off. Of course I'm serious. I was like, oh. Do you know All what? All I kept thinking was why? Just from a geeky point of view, yeah, I'm kind of curious to, to, to unpack where this flowers thing came from on that day, on, on Valentine's Day. Let me tell you something. The majority of gal don't love flowers like that. They love the thought of being given flowers, but how many of them are actually taking care of the flowers? So really, this is more just about it be you receiving something. So why does it have to be flowers? Like obviously I've met girls that do like flowers, but the majority of the majority of them, I will buy flowers for a girl knowing that they're they're dead tomorrow. These flowers are dead tomorrow. Cause you all forgot to put them in water now. You room's hot, flowers dead. But I know mm. I understand that the fact that I'm giving them to you is a thing. But like why is it flowers? Why does it have to be flowers? You see the garage music. Um <laughs> If it's not garage music, because that's the only reason why I would have done it. It was just the whole sentiment behind flowers. Like every time I saw my mom got flowers, she was so happy. Oh my God, flowers. And she just, she'd be so happy about it. And when her friends movie. come around, she'd be like, movie. oh, look what you got. And it's just like, right, we used to watch films, flowers. But essentially, it's a movie. I don't know why I'm copying all of these people because no one took care of the flowers. I'm going to be honest with you. I actually never have necessarily felt like I've had to deal with pressure of Valentine's. It's always been all right for me mm. when I've been in like um, like relationships anyway. Yeah? Valentine's has always been cool. But um, like what has been good is see like if I'm say I'm single, yeah? yeah, and Valentine's licks and Valentine's is a Tuesday. That's perfect for me because it's just a normal Tuesday. Mm. When Valentine's is on a Friday or a Saturday or whatnot, I guess for, from a DJ perspective, it's cool because I'll always have a booking or whatever it may be. But on that day, I know on a Friday and Saturday, if I'm not working, then no one's really available because it's Friday and Saturday and people are making an extra effort to go and do Valentine's or whatnot. But I've had like, I've had some funny, I've had some like good times on Valentine's as like a single guy, just, you know, you know taking a girl out, 
on that day and just wanted to do something with them. I had one of the worst dates of my whole life on Valentine's Day. Oh, shit. Bruv, imagine, yeah, I just got a whip now. So I've just started driving. Jeez. And um, had my little, ro- my little rover and that. Felt like I was big whipping. <laughs> so anyway, I've gone to this girl's yard and she said to me, um, she's like poked her head out of the window. Oh, yeah? shit. And she's like, oh, um, oh, I'm just running a tiny bit late. Like, give me like 10 minutes or whatever. So I'm like, cool. Oh! So I'm like, head out the window like the films. Yeah, yeah, but she's got like, she ain't got nothing on kind of thing, but she's got head out and whatnot. So I'm like, cool. So I'm sitting in the car, big man. All 20 minutes, 25 minutes has come now and I'm still outside, you know, nothing from this gal. Then, listen, if I, I'm telling this story, yeah, if I'm lying, I'm dying, bro. The girl sticks her head back out the window, again, looking like she ain't got nothing on. And she's like, look, basically, yeah, I just put on my fake tan and it stinks. And I'm trying to get rid of the smell, yeah? So is that all right if you, can you wait a little bit longer? So already me being the sympathetic guy, I'm like, cool. I've never smelled fake tan before at that point. So I didn't know, I didn't know what to expect. I'm just like, okay, oh. whatever in it. Just hurry up, let's go. Cause we've got things so to do. So at least you know, she wasn't black. No, 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 she wasn't black. Right, carry on. No, she wasn't black. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, just, okay, just for um, clarification. It doesn't, it doesn't even matter. She's not from England, but she's from somewhere else. But anyway, that doesn't matter. <laughs> no. I don't want to get into that. So anyway, boom. England, but she's say, from somewhere else. Yeah, of course. So boom. Anyway. <laughs> so listen, Genius. she's got out of the car, Genius. yeah? She got out of the car and she's like <coughs> sat in the passenger seat of the car, yeah, bro. Yeah. Fam, I swear to God, bro. This girl stank like, you know... You know, like, say you take a shit in a bathroom, yeah? No, wait, like, you might understand what I'm saying when I say this. You know when you try to mask the smell of a fart and you spray, like, aftershave or, or deodorant, yeah? Like, what it does, what happens then is, is like, it causes a chem- chemical reaction. It smells worse. <laughs> because it's like... Uh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Do you yeah, understand yeah. what I'm saying? It's like I the particles understand. in the sky start doing a madness. Like, <laughs> what the fuck's this? And then it's like beefing, bro. And it's mad, bro. The girls just smell terrible. But being this, I, like, what can I do? I can't tell her, right, you stink. I just made a joke out of it. She was like, oh, like, I know it smells really bad and whatnot. I was like, I don't smell too bad, but yeah, I can smell a little something still. And I told her, do you know what? It's cool because it's kind of like aftershave. Sometimes when you spray aftershave after a period of time, you can't smell it anymore. So maybe I'm, I won't be able to smell this thing anymore. So anyway, now, boom, gone to one place, bro. We've gone inside, and then like as we're walking down the stairs, the girl falls all of the way down oh. the stairs, bro. Like what? Fucking bro, nightmare. not even like you know. Sometimes someone will fall, but then they catch themselves. The girl fell down the whole stairway. She is having a nightmare. Yeah, I feel bad for a her. You know, fucking nightmare. Bruv, I, in my head, I did kind of think, all right, you've fallen down like, this whole stair, this whole stairway. Wait, 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 wait. When you say a whole staircase, the ho- bro, literally. My brother. She, she, she got down maybe two steps successfully. Yes. And fell down the whole so thing. You, so you stink. Yes. And with your stink self, you now want to fall down a whole flight of stairs. Whole flight, bro. This all the way down to the bottom. Massive. And in my head, I'm kind of thinking, isn't your natural reaction as you're tumbling down to grab something? 
Because it's like she just dropped and just let herself just drop. She just take the wheel. But she stinks. So in her head, it's already kicked off bad. At least she's consistent. Yeah, all right. We've got a level of consistency here. So now, boom. Stink, yell, I drop. We're eating now, talking, whatever. She wants to go to the toilet. Cool. She's gone to the toilet <laughs> now. She's gone. Do you know what happens? She's gone up the stairs. What's happened when she's come back down the stairs? She's not falling again. Bro, fuck off. If I'm lying, I'm dying, bro. The girl dropped down the whole stairs again. Uh, she this time I'm thinking to myself, I'm, How is, am I being twice? punked? Like, it's so, like, I've never seen up to this day. This happened years ago. I've still never seen that. The girl dropped down the whole stairs twice. Where did you meet this girl? Um, I can't even it's remember. Very good know. question. I can't even remember. If this was 2002, the amount of jokes I would no, make no, about no, where you met this girl would be so inappropriate. But it's I can't even remember. I'll I keep can't it even nice remember. Her. But yeah. she didn't even live that far from me. But anyway, now Jesus. So she's fallen down the whole stairs again. This girl's an idiot. So yeah, now she's we. A fucking she's woman. like. <laughs> these times now, she doesn't know that I've seen that she's done that. But I ain't even said nothing because I don't want to embarrass her. <laughs> so wait, you've just the second like time she's dropped happened. down, I just didn't even want to embarrass her. <laughs> As we're leaving the as we're leaving the restaurant now, we're walking up the stairs, and the girl keeps falling up the stairs, bro. How can you fall? Now up I'm the done. Stairs? Now I'm no, done. I've fallen up the stairs before, but that's normally no, when I'm trying to like run up and something happens. We're walking. I'm linking you, her arm. I'm linking her arm. Fucking dumb. Yeah, she's fallen forward. She so must like, have been in heels, right? Don't you hear what he's saying? When you run up the stairs, you'll fall back down because you've slipped. She's fallen up. She's fallen like fall. She's fallen. Oh, fall. She could have broke her nose. Like put it this way, how she's fallen? If she didn't put her hands in front of her, she's gonna bust her nose. Now. Yeah, I know exactly. You what you're what saying. I'm saying. Yeah. Twice now. So now I'm done with it. <laughs> then, so, like obviously the, the the motive after that was really to go to my yard and you get what nah, I'm it's saying. Done. That's no, that's done. I'm not on that now. Absolutely I'm not done. on that, and no I can way. still smell it, and it's just all mad. <laughs> Your stink, yeah, you she fall stinks. over. She's fallen over twice, nah, and three times, and it's just long. So you have to walk upstairs to go in your house as well. Huh? You have to walk upstairs to go in your house yeah, as well. Yeah, exactly. Forget it. Yeah, that's nah, mad. These times are my parents then. and that as well. So she drops down the stairs now in my yard, and my mum comes out and sees a girl on the floor in a grass clut, um skirt. Stinking. Stinking. Yeah. What now? Do you know what I'm saying? And do you know what the thing How is? How do you explain that to your mum? Do you know what the thing is, yeah? <laughs> this is the positive you and negative about my mum, yeah? And why I've be, you, I'm quite protective or have been when it comes to introducing women to my mum, yeah? Because my mum is so, such a lovely woman, yeah? yeah? She's so understanding. So like, she will do too much in that situation to help. Like, she'll just go a bit overboard with it. Whereas my mum's husband, he's, he's rude. <laughs> like, but he's not, the thing is, he doesn't mean to be rude but he just has a rude way about him sometimes. So he's so blunt and he like, he'll have verbal diarrhea. So he'll just say what is on his mind at that moment in time. And it comes across mad rude, but he's not, he's not trying to hurt like your feelings. <laughs> so he would have said something mad if that would have happened. Like Plus, and especially if she stinks, especially if she stinks, <laughs> he would have definitely have come out and been like, rah, what? Is that you that stinks like that? Oh my God. Do you God. get something like that? Do you understand what I'm <laughs> saying? You know what? That's not rude. That. That's just a man that needs answers. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, anyway, continue. So Bob, yeah, we've got outside her house now. And then, um, and then, uh, this may remind me of another thing. 
So we got outside their yard and we were just chatting and whatnot. And then now, you know, looking like we're going to lips or whatever. So obviously- What for? You know what? I don't know, bruv. Maybe that she was- She stinks. I hear that still, but she maybe- She fell upstairs. <laughs> maybe he, it was- He's put in so much time and work. He feels and like he earned peace. it. And I spent it. And money. The moment she walked in the car and she was there for longer than three minutes, he's earned the right to kiss the-, the Exactly. He done all of that. I saw you the could have ended it I earlier. saw the beauty behind the stench though. What beauty what? behind the stench? Because she, because she she was still look, she stank like shit, but she still was pretty. You're too nice. Pretty stink. And on top of that, <laughs> she falls downstairs. Yeah, it's all mad. Girl, fuck that man. But anyway, we tried went to go for the kiss now. You know when you kiss and then your teeth like Oh no no like no, that. game over, go yeah, home. Nah, it's you done. know what? Nah, nah, yeah, nah, 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 fuck it. It's not working. Go, go and now she's trying to eat your teeth. Cause you know what, honestly, just get like fuck off now. That's my vibe in it. Like I didn't say it, but in my fuck head, I'm just off. like, yeah, just this is it. Two years later, I see her outside um, some yardy dance now, getting scrubbed up by some super road road man. I thought, you know what? Yeah, if she smells anything like how I know her to smell, like bro, I could, I know exactly what you're smelling right now. <laughs> that you deserve, though. Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry, I can't. Mm-mm, not the smell. And then I find out you're wearing fake tan. There's so many no's for me in this equation. What would you have done? Fam, she couldn't have got in the car. I said to her, babe, do you know what? It's off, man. It's off. It's off, man. It's off, it's off. The man said it's off. Because you know what? I need to start it right. I need to let you know what I like and what I don't like. I don't like this. Mm. I have got no time to try and cope with it. I'm just too old to cope now. Yeah. I've been coping with shit my whole life. (laughs) I'm done. Yeah, no, I hear that. If you stink... That sounds like a personal problem to me. No, I hear that. I think you should go clean yourself. We up. never saw each other again after that, anyway. Well, you did. You saw her outside the fucking yardy dots. Yeah, but that wasn't. Up. We weren't. We weren't acquainted in that way. You Let's know, like it's kind of like podcast. a high. Huh? It's <laughs> invited to the podcast. Oh, <laughs> actually, funny, so you know what? It's funny. funny. I actually saw her in my gym one time as well. Mad. Serious? Yeah. And um, <laughs> that was my lo- that was my worst one, and then that made me remind me of a time as well, which was around Valentine's too. Same type type of thing where. We didn't go on a date, but you know when you have like, you know when you have a link or links? This girl here, we hadn't done anything with, but we'd just been chatting or whatnot. Mm. Valentine's now's come, whatnot. Nothing's happening. I'm just chilling. And then we just started messaging. And then like, she's messaging me at like 10 at night now. It's late in the night or whatever. And she's like, oh, do you want to do, let's do something. So I'm like, all right, cool. Like, if you're messaging me at 10 at night, I feel like I know what this is, isn't it? Because mm. we've already had these type of conversations. I'm you know, like, cool, I'm down for it. I've dri- driven far to go, but bearing in mind, this is new car days as well. So I'm down to drive anywhere. So I've driven far now, gone to pick, pick this girl up, whatever. And then we're on the way. I'm driving to my yard because in my head, I feel like we have sort of established what is happening tonight. So anyway, then she starts like flipping it on me like, oh, why, why did you come so late? I'm like, we started texting at like 10, babes. So from what the- do you expect me to exactly. get Exactly. And I was thinking, what are you talking about? Then she's like, oh, what, what, are you, what are we gonna do? I said, I don't know, we're gonna drive Tinseltown or something like that and then go to my yard. Hero, she goes to me, so basically you just wanna fuck me then. Oh my Look what time you've texted me. <laughs> do you know what I said? Do you know what I said? Yeah. 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 <laughs> I said, yeah. I said, I, I was going to take you to town. We was going to get a milkshake and we was going to go to my yard and we was going to fuck. Yeah. I thought that's what the vibe was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah take yeah. me home. I oh said, my cool. God. I said, you know what? Cool. I just sp- spun back round, turned up my music, 
<laughs> parked up outside their yard. She got out, slammed the door. We've never seen each other ever again since. I'm sure ever. she's... I know she's upset about it. I'll tell you what. Fucking hell, that's What? Funny. Like... This is, you know what? I've got, I mean, there's loads of bad experiences. This is the bad experience that was good, but it really makes me upset now. The best experience I've ever had on Valentine's, I stayed in, I pulled out my sofa bed, sat down on the sofa, snuggled up, and watched really stupid American TV, ate popcorn, had a drink. And woke up in the morning and said, wow, what a great night. Mm. And I was with the mother of my kids. Mm. That was the best Valentine's ever. It was so simple. Yeah. It was so, we don't care. It was so rebellious and anti-Valentine's. Yeah. It just became so sick. But obviously now... I, I like them ones, man. It's just an upsetting feeling now because that will never happen again. But yeah, that was a really good no, Valentine's. No, man, it could happen again, bro. Yeah, Maybe I not with I'm the same in with the same person, but could happen mm. again. Still, I've had some good like, th- like my best Valentines have been kind of the similar, like yeah. just sort of like super chilled. But have you ever done anything extravagant? Because I went Mauritius. Yes. Oh no, not like Jesus that. Christ. To be fair, the per- Mauritius. I, put- I think I remember you telling us about that. Fam, the mother of my kids flew me out, fam. Yeah, I remember. Or, she, you or I paid for my flight, but she paid for everything. Is it everything? Everything was paid for. I never paid when I got there. I didn't pay for a damn thing. Yeah, yeah. It was like, that was also a really, really, really good Valentine's. Two top Valentine's have been with her. I'll give her that. Sick. Incredible. Honourable shout out to the mother of the child. Child, kids. Oh, it, it, do you know what, yeah? Uh, to be fair, I've had some super good ones though, but more on a sense of like, just go, one in particular, just going for a walk. We just went for a walk and we just walked and talked and we just had a sick conversation. Like, and it was nice. It was like, yeah, it was cold. It was a little bit cold, but had a little jacket like that. Ooh! She had a jacket as well. And we just like, we just reasoned. And, you know, dinners and these type of things. To be honest with you, I, I'll be honest with you. Like, I'm a man who like, I like to, I do like to do these type of things. I like to go for dinner with girls. I like, I like having conversations with women. Do you get me? So like, if there's a day, like on a Valentine's or whatever year where... I'm speaking to someone or I've got an interest in someone or whatever. The the foundations of how we've started speaking has been off decent conversation. Like I've been fully on just exploring it. Even if we both know at the end of it, we might just chop and it might just be nothing after that. Like I'm cool with it. We actually had a good time. Do you get what I'm saying? It weren't like a, a necessarily a crash course thing where there's a couple text messages, right, we link up next minute, we're just chopping and that's that. Like, I like the bits before sometimes. Do you get what I'm saying? I like yeah. the, you know what I mean? If sometimes I put rose underneath the Ross Clark passenger seat of the car, whatnot, and then maybe later on, let her, if, if the conversation's going well, let her know there's something underneath the seat. Do you understand yeah. what I'm saying? Like a couple things. Like, I like doing that because sometimes I feel like that part just makes everything else better, even if it means that nothing is going to happen after it. Do you think? What's so crazy about you even saying that was while she was speaking about that, I started thinking, oh, yeah. what do I like? Or what, what, what would I like for a Valentine's? And I think I do like the simplicity right behind Valentine's for me because I think in our line of work, everything we do is quite high end to a certain extent. Like we'll go to like top parties or we'll mm. go, we'll do 
have big dinners and we're used to that type of thing where if you worked an everyday nine to five job, that would be the highlight for your Valentine's or the highlight for what you do. But that novelty's worn off. So for me, I need somebody that will appreciate the simple aesthetic for a Valentine's because that's not what I usually uh, become accustomed to. So if I could just have a simple night in and we decorate or we make that moment more special than it usually is, mm. then it's just decorating a very unique moment that means something to us, yeah. which sounds mad cliche and so on and so forth. But I think that's what I would appreciate the most for Valentine's Day. I wouldn't want to go out and find a very exaggerated version of something that we don't need to be a part of. Like yeah. I don't need to go to a great restaurant. Like I'd probably take you to a great restaurant just on a normal day. Do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. if you ask any of my, uh, my, my ex partners, they'll tell you like, we would just do great stuff all the time. We didn't need a date to sort of like dictate the level of what we should be doing. But I think them days should be dedicated to actually what does my partner appreciate and uh, provide that in opposed to just this heightened version. Yeah, of bro, I'm fully with you, bro. Like, I'm fully with you. I think as well, in relationship context and that as well, yeah, enough times we're already going to dinners. Like, we're already doing that yeah. a lot. We're already going out and eating. We're already going out and doing these things like... You know what I mean? We could just stay, we could just do something so simple and just make that more of a special night than having to do what we feel we're told to do. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, and it's even exaggerated even more now with like Instagram and that. Now everyone wants to do, to show, everyone wants to show that they are doing this on this day. And then on top of that, if you ain't doing it, then people feel by looking at what everyone else is doing, that they're missing out on something. If you if if you don't have anyone in your life, if you don't have anyone in your life on that particular day to do something with, it's fine. It's actually just a normal day. Do you know what's so crazy when you think about it? It goes back to why you said, why do you give flowers? I look at it like, I think loads of things are kind of similar. Sorry to get so deep of it. I think loads of things are kind of similar to like religious practices where it's actually a simple situation. Yeah. But then they create something which kind of, deviates your attention away from everything apart from what it is so for example uh, to be a christian i think it's you just need to believe in in god or have a faith or something so so simple but then there's loads of other things which could complicate the issue um i think with valentine's the most important thing would be i would imagine that you show the person in your life that is the most intimate with you you show them a very unique perspective of your affection towards them and that is in no shape or form it doesn't have to be flowers it doesn't have to be a card it doesn't have to be any of the generic things that people give you and it doesn't have to be any of the generic things you've seen growing up it actually has to be something that you know that your partner would appreciate and that could be something as simple as you said a walk to a particular park where you met once upon a time i don't know it could be a particular message that you know was really really special to both of you and you i don't know i yeah. think the day should be centered around something that you two will appreciate and if you put it up on instagram the whole world wouldn't understand but you two would i hear that still films have got a, have played a big part in like why this is probably seen as such a big thing though what film that, the most for you because I, I know man. what film fucked up everything for me what's that oh the, is it the notebook i ain't seen that oh, shit man. Fam, that, that? Bro, listen, that white Don, he waited for his girl. He built a house for her. Oh, she shit. bust out, had a whole other relationship, and he said, no matter what, I'll wait for you. Oh, no. And she came back, and he accepted her, and he waited. Like, 
That's too much pressure, Chucky. Yeah, that's a lot, bro. I'm watching that on Valentine's like, I can't compete with this guy. Yeah, I hear that. You want me to, you want me to know that potentially one day you're gonna go out, might have better sex than I'm providing, have a better, va- and then come back to me and say, well, this, I really like this more. I'm gonna settle for- I hear that. What about me? I Bro. And then also like in the movies and shit where they're fucking in Times Square and then fucking they're in the middle and the man gets down in one knee oh, and everyone's watching. And, and then there's a bit something on the billboard yeah. that a man's prepared from before. Bruv, all of this is like subconscious pressure put on a man, you know? Like we have them. We genuinely have them. I don't want it. Chucky, I don't want that type of pressure. I'm trying to figure out everything I can do to deviate my my way away from it. I need to let just be. You have to just find someone that is just like you know when you just I don't know when you're together and you're just in your own world and you have a perspective where you can like I don't know you can teach each each other new things, but you're not necessarily bounded by you know social norms. Do you get what I'm saying? Like you, that's what if, yeah, if you want, man. like if you want to do it, you'll do, do it. it. But if you don't want, if you don't, if the vibe doesn't take you there, you don't do it, and it's not a big thing. It's not a big thing. It's fine. Chucky. Yeah, it's fine. We could do it. We could do it on. We could do it on the twenty first of February. Mm. Because you know what? It. The vibes there today. That, that's what I'm, Chucky. I've had that before though, and that's why I'm so upset sometimes when Valentine's Day comes around. I can't lie. I'm not that strong. I do think, oh man. I actually remember when I had someone in my life and I was like, we are actually just brethren and yeah. we have sex as well. But yeah. we're actually brethren. That's a good one. That's a good one. When you're brethren, oh. but you have that. So it's like, this is what it is. It's like a certified understanding, isn't it? And then obviously if you get into a relationship like outside of that, then that has to stop, whatever it may be. Or you are you end up building your thing off that. Like I've known a couple of people who've had a brethren that they were sleeping with and then now they're fucking getting married. That is lit. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's lit. I've had, cause it's so bad. I actually understand why that concept even works. I just get it because that person understands you, you understand them. Mm-hmm. Valentine's Day will be whatever you don't want it to be. You wouldn't even care what everyone's doing. You might just go and do something lit and keep it a secret. Yeah. Do you know what? I noticed something about myself recently, yeah? My brethren, good friend of mine, yeah, rang me and said to me, bro, I know it's last minute, yeah, but he goes, it's my daughter's birthday today and I'm having a, a party today. So just come, like, if you can't make it, no big thing, whatever, yeah. So I was like, okay, cool. Um, so anyway, like, I've gone there and as I've gone, I'm thinking, fuck, like, it's last minute, like, because the, the party's only, like, it's going to finish early, isn't it? It's a kid child's party. Yeah. This is bare parents day or whatever, yeah. But I don't have, I can't get a present. I'm trying to figure out shit. I, I need to get a present. I need to do this. I need to do that. Whatever. Yeah. Then I thought, hold on a minute. I'm going to buy a present for this young child, but I can't get it today. But I'm going to get a present. I'm definitely going to get a present. Then I've gone there and I've seen the amount of presents that this child's got now. Yeah. Bare presents. And also I'm just watching because I've gone back to the yard and I've seen the way the child's opening up the presents and that. So it's like the child now is like, the the child's five, so the child is standing on like a on a on a on a seat, and then like the tables there, and then they're excited. They're just opening up the presents, yeah. But really, the child is like opening the presents and then just passing the present on, right? And then like opening up the present, looking at it, and then passing it on. So now I've kind of sussed. Oh, really? 
The child is very excited about the opening of a present more than so the present, yeah. right? Because the child's loving the opening up, passing it on, and then after she, like the child's done that, opened up all these presents, gone off, gone upstairs, and played with another toy that wasn't even a present, just went and done his thing. <laughs> so anyway, now, me and my brethren, we've gone and we've just gone to go and get food, yeah? Um, on our own thing. Then I said to him, I was like, um, I said to him, bro, like how much presents, yeah? See, like, since your child's been born and that, like, how much presents have you got in the stash? He was like, bro, it's ridiculous. He goes, I don't even want to be rude. But, like, I do want to tell people, like, you don't need to buy a present. It's fine. Like, seriously, that we've there's so much. She's got so much toys. And we've, we've as parents and that, we've got her. So it's yeah. cool when it comes to opening up stuff. And then I was like, you know what? I realised, yeah, that for me... My whole thing about like rushing to buy a present actually was more for me than it was for the child. Yeah. Because it's yeah. like, I want to go there with a present to give to the child so that the child could like open it and it's like, I gave you the present kind of thing. Yeah. And like, so the child could be, but then I'm like, actually all this child, I know this sounds corny, but all this child actually really wants from me is spare love. Like, and I can give that child bare love by just coming there and playing. Like, that the child is gonna in, remember more me coming and playing and rolling around and doing all this other stuff or whatever than me rushing around feeling like I have to give the present because I feel like this is a thing to do. Really, I'm doing this more for me than I am actually for the child. I said, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, yeah, man. If I'm gonna buy anything, you know what? I might buy something, maybe not on that day, but if it's something that I feel is suitable for the child that they might need off of just it being a toy, so let's just say something that they that, like they really need, then I'll buy it. Or I might buy something for the parent. Do you understand what I'm saying? So it's for the child, but it's for the parent at the same time. So I can buy, get that for you. Another toy. I'm gonna rush out of my way to go and get another toy. But that's oh. what I'm saying. It's, it's, it goes back to when I was saying when you have your part. Listen, just do something that's safe. Mm. Give money. I learned that a very long time ago. Because there were some people that bought me loads of toys. I don't know where the toys are now. I don't even know where the people are that gave me the toys. Yeah, what did you do with the toys? Where? Big my out now, but you see the money. Mm. There were some people like Auntie Gloria, Auntie Vida. Oh, oh wait, can I stop you? I swear every Caribbean's got Auntie Gloria. Come on. Auntie I swear Gloria every Caribbean family's got Auntie Gloria, boy. Auntie Gloria just gave £20 every time. Every and she never forgot a day. She never forgot the day. My birthday. She never forgot. You'd see the card come in the post. She lived in Coventry. The card was lit. Twenty pound. You're like raw, and that never stopped. That was the same thing every single year. So I just knew Auntie Gloria to the point where when I would see her, the amount of love I had for Auntie Gloria, mm -hmm. she never forgot. Some people would just get a lit present one year, and I won't even see this person again. And it was just more for them. Yeah, of course. Then it was for me. It was yeah, just yeah. so everyone could go on the day. Oh, is that what you got? Oh, you're so nice. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's it. Tramps. That's what it is. That is literally Tramps. what it is. The majority of the time, going to a like a super young birthday and giving them a present actually in some way comes from a selfish place. It comes from a, like, this makes me happy. It makes me happy doing this for you. But really, and I, I understand it a bit, but it's like, really... This child, for me, in this in this scenario and in this context anyway, actually just needs way more love than another toy. Like, another toy. 
that, that oh, I'm going to add to like another 25 toys when I could just come there, you know, and play and give time. Now, this is what I will say to you. Today's version of it is this. Yeah, man, just got a little toy for the mat. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. My G, yeah. Open it. Open, open it. Open it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're done, no. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, number one uncle and that. Yeah, yeah exactly. man. Who's your favorite? Who's your favorite? <laughs> Who's your favorite? <laughs> man, yeah. I just love little man. You get me? Just gives me peace of mind. That I sometimes I look at these people and I'm just like, cause I'd rather drink my own vomit frozen than be like some of you got. Yeah, it's all mad. But sometimes oh. some people don't, it's self-awareness, isn't it? Some people don't necessarily know that that's what it is that's happening, but it's cool. Now I've got that understanding. That doesn't mean I'm never going to buy anything for the child mm. or for children, but, a different mindset but just it. with a completely different mindset. I'm about to go, bro, I'm about to drive. The amount of driving I'm actually about to do to go and get this toy. Like I'm going to do a mad drive to go and get this toy. And you know what? <coughs> when I watched and <coughs> understood the play and I realised what I was getting the toy for and realising like the joy that it was going to give me giving this child the toy more than it was going to give her, I was like, nah, I'm doing like, this is not, like I'm not doing this. With, this, is, this is not the right mindset to mm. be getting a present. It's mad. Do you know what? I should start looking at children and looking at what their parents are not providing. So if I see their child with dirty trainers all the time, I might buy them white trainers with Crep Protect. Like, <laughs> here's the Crep Protect. Yeah, yeah. Just a little hint. Yeah. Or if that. your child's hair's never combed, I'll buy them a whole comb set, hair dryer, things a child needs. I think that's what they need. Yeah, buy things that you can see the child is actually missing in their life. I hear that. I ain't no Caribbean child love a comb though. Oh, flipping hell. Fucking hell, brother. Especially the metal one. With oh, the, with the You know, the Afrocom with the metal spikes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and my the fist God. handcuff with the B. And they used to go like that with your head. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my and then, God. And then they have the audacity to ask you why you're screaming yeah. and my head is up here. Like... Yeah. Stop the noise. <coughs> why are you crying before I give you something to cry for? You gave me that 15 minutes ago. That's why I'm crying. Yeah, I got that from the first brush. From That's the first ying, ying, ying. Why do my fucking hairlines here? <laughs> I grabbed them I grabbed it Chucky from early <laughs> from just back. from back oh, yeah, ruined my thing. sorry Chucks man before we get out of here anyway yeah did you see um, you may not have even have seen it but uh, I'm only bringing this up because it was a conversation I was having with my, some of my brethren about the um, the Diddy speech and what happened with him and Mason that bro so did you know about that bro no that, explain it do you know what, do you want to explain uh, cool so basically yeah um, at the Grammys, Dave, um, Diddy, and like a whole bunch of people from that realm, yeah, they all had like a Black Excellence brunch. Oh yeah, I saw Mikey and Will. Trapstar. Yeah, Mikey and Will was there from Trapstar. Um, Master Shorty was there. Posty was there. Yeah, Posty. I, saw that. I didn't see Master Shorty by the way. That looked for amazing. Time. I just saw him in like Insta snaps, and I was like, "Rough, fuck it." He used to be an artist from here, but I heard he's living out there now. Yeah, he is uh, yeah. Um, there's like, yeah, there's a few people from here that was there, but there was like Kevin Hart was there, Meek Mill, everyone. They've done it before. Jay Z. I know. You know what I mean? Everyone's yeah, doing the there. thing, and there's a speeches or whatever. Yeah, but write a book and a book to your life. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I watched the. Kev Woo! Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they will do Black that, excellence. So. <laughs> so then, anyway, later on in the night, now um, I think Diddy had like a. There was like um like a celebration of his life 
Uh, I can't remember exactly what it is, but it was some type of celebration where it's like bare performances and whatever. And then he's gone up on stage and he's talking about, um, you know, like being an artist. And he quoted something that Erica Badu had said where she was like, listen, as artists, we need to take back what's ours and like we're sensitive about our shit because this is just all we've got or whatnot. So anyway, that's gone up and whatnot. Everyone's like, yeah, Diddy, that's true. As artists, we need to do this and that and whatever. And everyone gets inspired by like 30 seconds and carries carries on doing their old bullshit. But then... Um, Fucking hate you. So then um, Mace, yeah, who used to be signed to Diddy many years ago, had said, like, took that quote. And actually, no, he didn't. He took a picture of Meek and a quote of something that Meek had said, yeah, where it was like people being in shit deals or whatever. And he's tagged Diddy and he's basically saying to him, you know what, everything that you said is right. Um, do you know what, like everything, yeah, you've got big points or whatever and you're right, we should all take it back. So I'll tell you what you do. The first thing that you need to do is look at yourself as a label owner yep, yep, and start yep, looking yep, at what yep, you've yep, done yep, yep, and then start handing that back. So I he's like, as, as we're hearing that conversation, you sign my publishing for 20K yeah it's worth however many millions now and i can't get my publishing until i'm 50 i've tried to buy it off you can you can i get it no but furthermore he said i wasn't gonna say this before because it would be looking like i'm bitter because i ain't got no bread so i've come back when i've got money and i've offered you two Two mil mil for this publishing and you ain't and you're telling me no and he said did he said something cheeky did he respond? Yeah, he when he first time he said it, did he said something cheeky? I can't remember what the response was, but did he said something cheeky? And that's when uh, I didn't save it on my phone. Uh. And that's when I was sorry to cut you. That's when I was disappointed with with Puff because, like, long story short, bro. Cause that is the one thing I hate about all of these speeches and all of these things that happen. Hollow people yeah. stand by them and and. It's the wrong people delivering the message sometimes because if you're going to be so self-righteous and so so try to embody something, you have to make sure that you're laying it out as well, fam. Of Otherwise, course. just I'm make it look afraid. like you're just lending some advice, fam. Do you know what it is as well, yeah? I think if the problem is sometimes it's just easy to say things. Like when you're in, a, in front of a microphone, this is not just him, I'm just saying in general, it's easy to just use words. And now... When you can, when you're somebody who knows how to put words together and get an applause, yeah, like it's that's like a skill. You go because you know you can put words in like a certain sentence and then make a paragraph out of it, and you know at the end of it you're gonna get an applause. But then sometimes when you look beneath all of that, you're like, hold on one second, like what's happening here? But let me just add more context to this as well, yeah, because this actually Mace asking for his publishing wasn't like the first situation that Diddy had had with this. Do you ever remember what happened with the locks years ago? What, when with the locks were saying they're on Puffy and they were trying to come to do something to him and then he's yeah. told him where he is and... Kind of, sort of. So what had happened was, yeah, they wanted their publishing back. Mm. So they've like, they've realised, right, we signed a shit deal. They signed the deal, right? And they've realised now, right, hold on a minute, the maths are just looking all mad, bro. Like... Man's owns like half of our publishing or whatever, like 50%. We need to try and get that back. So they were trying to speak to him or whatever it may be. For whatever for whatever reason it was, there was no communication. So they had like, they were having marketing campaigns. They had a mixtape called like, 
Gettard publishing back or some shit like that. In the end, they, they ended up going on Hot 97 on Angie Martinez's show, yeah, and just talking about it. And they were just getting pissed off because they're saying, rah, like we're trying to get the publishing and that, but man, we can't hear from him. Anyway, Puffy ends up ringing the radio station and he's like, listen, just like, you don't need to go on the radio. You could have just come to the office or whatnot. And they were like, we've tried to come to the office, bro. Mm. Like we've tried, didn't it? So it ended up being a big thing. However, they ended up renegotiating that situation and then they're happy with that now or whatnot, yeah? But the big question kind of is, even in, with like, it can be split into two. One is that like, Diddy in the 90s was operating in a music business, yeah? Where he was like one of the few people at the time signing black acts, yeah? Right? And like, today, I'm gonna say this all scattered, but you can just take from it whatever and just interject when you want. But like, even now when I look at some of the people that are working in record labels and that here, sometimes I do think like, when I'm, when I, whenever I have a conversation with some of them or whatever, especially whether they come here or wherever we film something, I'm always curious to find out like, how much of your knowledge are you actually giving the man them to let them know exactly what they're in for and what they're signing? Because you've signed a deal before, right? Yeah, worst decision in my life. Really? Worst so when you, when you sign that deal, like, could you just talk to me quickly about the process of you signing your deal? Do you remember, like, what happened? I know that you, like, Briefly, they, they offer you various different, there's various different options in which you can go with. Um, I think at the time for us, it was like a single with the option of a second. And there was another one was like a single with the option of an album. And and then you're taking a look at what you own and what you don't own. And then okay. there's so much information of like, if they book studio and you make certain songs in studio time, they own, they it, own and it. And all this you're not even shit. reading yeah. all of that. You're just hearing money for studio. You're like, hey, let's go studio. You're yeah. hearing like, Little thing, I'm telling you, like it's a and that fucking. Shit all adds up. Crap, and it all adds up. Even, even uh, listen, and one, I'm not anti-labels, by the way. Like I, I think labels are a good thing, but the amount of things that are in the deal, bro, as an artist, like it's too much information for you to consume. Mm. So sometimes you just kind of go with it quickly, just because you just want to get the art done. Okay. You're not even thinking about everything else, and that's how it should be, and that's what the role of a manager should be to step in and be able to break it down easily so but it that's a catch 22 as, that's a catch 22 as well yeah because sometimes sometimes yeah the the manager is a young kind of experience inexperienced yeah. manager too and this is yeah. why even when you look at the may situation True. yeah you look at the may situation you say all right cool there is context and nuance that should be thrown in there yeah, to make it uh, to make the understanding clear when mace was signed or when he was being signed um, to Diddy, he wasn't a, an established artist. It's not like today where people are signing, like major labels are signing like D-Block Europe or some shit like that. Of course, when you're signing someone who is not an established artist and you're taking them, you're investing your money into them or whatever it may be, then there's all these percentages and stuff that they work out and whatever it may be, yeah? So at that period in time, he signed this deal, yeah? Then... Again, he's probably got an inexperienced manager. So someone's come there and just thought, when you are offer 20K to a man in a hood, well, of course you're gonna fucking take that. That's that's a lot of money, you know? When you think about that, you're not thinking to yourself, ah, millions, I'm gonna make millions from this or whatever it is. You're thinking, you can give me 20K right now and I live in here and I could, with that, I could buy me a, I could pattern up and do all these type of things. Man are gonna snatch your hand off and go for that. 
One thing I do know is, is that he signed that. Mace ended up being a fucking whatever Mace was. And he actually did renegotiate an element of his deal. But then, Which is actually quite... Um, that does happen quite a lot. Of course. Fair. But then, after that, remember, he went and did the fucking pasta shit and whatever yeah. and disappeared on whatever it may be. So now, technically, I think there's argument to say that he might even owe Diddy money because of the advance that he got and he never ended up doing anything. Yeah. But um, the question is, yeah, is that, like, should Diddy of being operating and should anyone from a record label be operating a certain type of way if you, we come from the same community and you're dealing with the, the people that look like you. So, for example, Diddy understood the business, yeah? And he would have looked at where he's come from and said, rah, okay, everyone's signing pop acts and doing all of that. He, all of this is a gold mine. No one's even touching this. It's kind of like the Berry Gordon situation with um, Motown. Think about it, like everyone was signing all of these acts, yeah? And then he's got all of these. He's like, hold on a minute. Oh, this, what, this is how this works. Okay, cool, I can implement that and do that over here. But really, that's cool. From a business point of view, in business, you're going to deal with things in a business way. But I come from maybe an idealistic point where I'm like, you know what? I'm going to bring you in, but I'm going to show you the game. And I just think that like, if Diddy had come out and or Diddy was a guy who was like, you know what? I deal with business. I am a guy who deals with business. And this is how the business is. See like um, Leo Cohen or whatever. He's a man who comes out and says, this is the business, bro. This is the business. I haven't done anything illegal. I've told you, here's the documents. You go and do what you want to do with it. Come back and sign it and we'll get it done. You can't argue with a man if he's telling you, this is, my, this is the business, this is how I operate. But if you operate in a certain way and then you come out and then start saying, I'm for this person yeah. or for that person, it's kind of like, hold on, you sound like a massive hypocrite right now. In both camps, like you can't have it both ways. You can't have it both ways. And do you know what? Mm, on top bit. of that as well, yeah, do you I'm know what? I set this in my brain. Do you know what you could do? Do you know what you could do in a situation like that? He could also say, you know what? Like, I didn't even know at the time what I was doing was mad. In hindsight, it's mad. Yeah. In hindsight, right, I had 50% of man's publishing. In hindsight, I've got 70% of man's publishing. Yeah. You know what? That same speech, artists need to take back what is theirs. They're sensitive about their shit. That's all they've got. You know what? Let's renegotiate this thing now. Because yeah, I've got, yeah, yeah. do you understand what I'm saying? You need that back because now I'm looking back at it. This is all mad. That is a honorable thing to do. But in business, did there's not necessarily honor. not gonna do that. He wouldn't do that. I yeah, so, I'd be very surprised. Yeah, it's just a bit mad because I just think sometimes when you're looking at how people are doing their business, it's different now because on you have so much examples of platforms like this that like talk about these things. So people are able to now get elements of information and understand what it is when they're signing a deal and stuff that they can look for and whatnot. But back then, there weren't no fucking information. No, there was no internet. You, thing see it, videos you just give someone 20k. Do you know what's ruined our community when it comes to... Because it, you can see what ruined that community. It's the idea of success. The concept of success being misconceived or being anything that goes against the norms and values and principles of a community will essentially be its biggest downfall. So when grime was quite popular, the most important thing in grime was being the best grime artist within your community. Yeah. That's all you cared about. And if you had the respect of your peers, that was almost like signing a big deal at the time. Yeah. 
if that still existed, but you understood you could make money from this as well, mm-hmm. but the respect of your peers still meant a lot, I think we would be in a better place and a better situation than we're in right now. But because the idea of success happens to be getting a number one or the idea of success basically primarily is just social acceptance by a community of people that don't really know you. That is the idea of success now. It's absolutely fucked up everything because you're saying to people, but we can bring you over here and you can make all of this money and you can do this and you can do that. And then people will gloat about these things that have never meant anything to us. We didn't grow up caring about, but because you're in a different world now and you want to make a different amount of money and be appreciated by a different audience, you will play up to different things, which confuses the boy in our community who at one point, if he had grown up when I was growing up, the most important thing was getting a reload, a sidewinder or something like that, which was kind of important because, again, that's publicity for our community. That's what makes it bigger. Now, unfortunately for everything we do, and it's not unfortunate because there are benefits to it as well, the biggest thing for someone in our community to do is to be a huge success outside of it. Yeah. And that's okay, but I just wish those were... I wish those were the accessories to the tree, but being an important person in your community was the most important thing. I wish yeah. that was the important thing, but... I also think as well that it's like, now... Does that make so, sense, by the way? Yeah, 100%. Okay. Now, like, there's so much stills getting thrown around left, right and centre, yeah? It's mm. just super important to just know what the hell you're signing because, yeah, like, someone someone can dag- dangle a hell of a lot of money in front of your face, yeah? But... It's about the for me, bro. It's about the terms. You got to look at the pie and understand how much of this pie you're at, you're, you're getting. Yeah. Someone will, someone will give you this, but then you look at the pie, and when you look at the pie, you're only getting five percent of this pie, and this pie is your art. So it's weird. It's good. Do you know? What? I had a really good and interesting conversation with someone that I will bring on the podcast at one point. Mm. I don't know how much of their business that they will they'll discuss where it comes to like signing deals and stuff like that, but. It was, um, for this person, it was super important for him in particular that when he's signing an artist that they know that it's fair, that it's fully fair and that they are fully aware, the artist that they're signing is fully aware of what they are signing. Yeah. And and um, also just, not even just on a thing of, you know what, this is what you're going to get and this is what I'm going to get. It's more of a thing of, this is the pie. Let's look at the pie. And I'm going to show you this pie so that you can understand it better. Because if I say to you, as a young youth that's come from the fucking streets or whatever, I'm just going to get a percentage of this and that and this and that. Man's just going to be like, all right, cool. This is too much information, bruv. Just let, give me the document. Let me sign it. Mm. If I show you the pie, as just one circle right now and say, you know what? That bit, that's you. I'm going to take this. I can understand that a little bit better and be like, okay, cool. That's really important, you're right. I can work with that. But Do you know, um, know, sorry, another way of looking at the business as well, sorry to just cut you, Chucky, because I'm never going to say I'm the most business savvy person. I'm not. But one thing I do understand is the value of community. Yeah. I think I understand that really, really well. All these artists that are coming up in, in this thing, all of these DJs, all of these videographers, all of these people that are coming up within this community, you need to look at long-term examples of situations that are here rather than short-term examples. Because the short-term examples that have large investment are the wrong examples of successful projects within our community. Yeah. 
Wiley is a better example of how to be successful in this community than some MC that just got signed after one song in this mm. community because that's an unrealistic journey. It's not going to work for everyone. Not everyone's going to have that opportunity. But if you work hard and you're good at something and you make all the right moves, you growing in this community, you being popular in this community and you being able to make money within this community is very, very 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 accessible it'd be like the guy that oh it'd be like your local weed man in your hood if he's the man that everyone goes to he's always going to make the money it'd be like a little kid that sells lemonade every single summer in uh, in in their area if everyone knows that's the person that you go to to get the lemonade that's the that's what they're going to go to back in the day it was me and my cousin were like one of one of the best spitters in our ends so if you went somewhere they're going to talk about you lot as spitting so they're going to represent you. They're going to put on for you. They're going to defend you like it's a football team. That type of support is what can make you money. Not the machine. The machine needs that. Mm. The machine can't exist without that. So just from a business perspective, I always thought to myself, as long as I get that part right and I make sure I look after my community, how can I be broke? Yeah. Whereas if I try to look after the popular world, the machine and cater to them, you're neglecting the one thing that will always make you money. Man have to share information and that as well sometimes. I just think, you know what? Sometimes, yeah, I think Sorry this is you, a problem. Does that make sense though? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes, yeah, I think even in our community, one of the big issues have been before is that man have not necessarily wanted to share information because they felt like it's going to take from them. Yes. If they feel like it's going to stop their bread. Yes. You know, if by me I giving... Like everyone. By me, yeah, yeah. By me giving you the code or by me telling you how this works, it's gonna stop my blessing. It's not gonna stop your blessing, no, bro. It it's not gonna stop your blessing. But going back to the Diddy thing, in right. essence, yeah, in like, the, from the business aspect of things, I don't even necessarily think that he w is wrong for doing it, because I don't no. necessarily know the full situation. Yeah. He's going by how the business works, and obviously he's been trained by certain by certain people, and maybe at the time, he's just thinking, okay, cool, this is just how the business works. And what I'm going to do is, I know that there's a, a big talented bunch of people that these lot don't necessarily believe in and they understand me and they, I understand them. And you know what? They understand me. I can deal with them. I'm going to sign them and I'm going to give them a shot. However, in hindsight, when you learn certain things and understand certain things and have a different perspective, if you then say, if you then say, this is about the artist, yeah, then really the moral and ethical thing is to reevaluate some of the business that you've done. And then you, you get what I'm saying. But um, there's also another thing that I wanted to say as well. Even at them times there, yeah, if I'm being honest, like, you know, how, uh, how labels sign artists today and how they sign them back in the day is completely different. Because now you'll find that a lot of labels are not developing acts anymore at all. No, They're no. trying to find ready-made people who have got big fan bases and stuff like that and signing them to deal. So imagine, let's just use D-Block Europe for an exa example again. You'd be out of your absolute mind to try and sign them with an old school deal with the fucking big fan base that they've got. It's You've got to make sure that the, 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 the pie is very different. And I know for a fact for them, it, I know for a fact it's very lucrative for them. They're, they're, they're doing well, but I'm not going to put their thing out there. But back then, <laughs> black, back then, a lot of the labels and stuff were finding, they were going out and they were trying to find acts and stuff like that and trying to develop acts and whatever. So there is a part of me that like in that, in, in a certain era, I understood 
why a label, for example, would have implemented a thing like a 360 deal off the thing, off the fact that like, okay, cool, I'm finding the diamond in the dirt. No one knows who this is. I'm investing my time, my money and all of that. And then they come up, they become a huge superstar and they end up indulging in all of these different things. You know what? I'll take a percentage of all of it because really if it wasn't from this, uh, your talent and my time and effort, these things ain't going to happen. But do you know what? It's the percentage that you take that makes me respect or not respect you. Yeah. If you say, you know what, yeah, boom, I've invested my time or whatever, and like, yeah, you are talented, but if it wasn't for me, then none of this would happen. So I want four, I want 45%. I can't respect that. But if yeah. you say, you know what, boom, I take a little young 5% off this. You know what I mean? What, you're going into acting and that and do, I take a young 5% off that. You know what I mean? What, you're doing clothing and that. I take a young 5%, why not? What are you saying? You're doing a trainer's thing. I take a young 5%. The thing is, 45, 50. The thing is, if you have enough faith in the product that you're working with, surely 5% over the course of 20 years is better than 45% over a year and a half or two years. Massively. And I think a lot of businesses just, and that's what the the whole whole point of business is to make money. But people from our community should start looking at things like long-term goals and if this is the doctor surgery that you're creating, make it the best doctor surgery so it's there for a long period of time yeah. and you can employ loads of members of staff. I think people got to realise that if you build a star, if you build a Stormzy or an H, there's a team of people that can be employed around that that can make money. You can change so much people's lives that you end up through one person changing like 10 people's lives, employing 10 different people. If you're the person that's the point of that business, you're the point of contact, you don't have to be taking 45% of anyone. You've made, you know, you've helped someone create a business around their brand. I think these are things that it's good to be a part of, but everybody just wants to be the man. Mm. Everybody wants to be the man. And in being the man, you've got to have the most swag, the most money, all of these things. Everybody wants, not everybody, but a lot of people want to be the guy. And that is when our whole thing just becomes fucked because... Yeah. The doctor yeah. wants to be the barber and the <laughs> yeah. barber won't be the fucking nurse. And cause just, if you're the barber, just cut the hair. And if you want to pick up another skill, learn from the man that does that. Let him teach you and then do it gracefully. Don't just take money from man's pocket. And uh, Well, listen, there's a couple of types of businessmen. You've got the shrewd businessmen mm. or business people, business women as well. And then you've got the business people who are like, they, they can be shrewd, but they have a moral and ethical way of dealing with things. And I just think if you are the shrewd businessman, just be that, just say that, that's what you are and own it. Don't feed me the other stuff. Yeah, because there's nothing wrong with that. Because there's not, of course not. If you, as long as you ain't done nothing you're illegal, allowed to do that. you're cool. allowed to be that and you're, you're allowed to do that. to be something else. Yeah. That's a, that's a I'm a victim of a bad manager and the reason why, and that's the reason yeah. why everyone I work with, I try to build them to be their own person, Chucky. Yeah. Because I'm like, look, you lot, I'll be real. I don't want to help you to teach you to rely on me. No, I'm going to help you learn how to help yourself. Yeah. I want to teach you or try and help you learn how to help yourself. That way, you never have to worry about no one. Yeah. All my contact lists, I'll give it all to you. All the people I know, you can have all of them, like yeah. everyone. And whether it be young people that are around me that do DJing or what have you, know all of them. Yeah. I don't want you to feel like you can't talk to anyone I know because... That means someone there can help you. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Word, word. And other people won't do that out of fear of, yo, man, I, I gave my my contact and all. No, I hear It's that. just, I don't know, man. You you had a conversation with Merxton today, right? You I was with Merxton today, yeah, yeah, yeah. How did my that go? Guy. He's good, man. Uh, yeah, bro, you know what? Anyway, you know I spoke about Merxton before on the last podcast and that. I've got so much time for him. 
if, like so far one of the albums of the year for me. We keep we keep trying to call each other, you know. Like I've not had phone tennis like this before for fucking ages, bro. Oh, the last few days, like tennis. I was calling, he calls me, whatever. But you know, I just what it is is I just want to be able to give. It's important to give the flowers, man, sometimes. You get what I'm saying? Especially in a time where there's just bare noise, a bare gas around other things or whatnot. But, you know what I mean? That that top tier album there, cold. There's one person I noticed who's not on the album, though. Yeah. And obviously, because, like, um, Merxton is part of a legendary crew, yeah? And as he's part of a legendary crew, I noticed the movement. Everyone's on there, but... Scorch is not on there, which I thought was kind of interesting that he's not on there. Um, and then, as we know, just recently, I feel like Scorcher has kind of um, given people what... Uh, do you know what? For people who are fans of the movement, yeah? For people who are fans of the movement, I understand why some people will be looking so deep into why there isn't a new movement project. People that ain't a fan of it, yeah? I don't understand why so much people want to be in the in people's business like this. Do you get me? But for a long time, there's always been this talk of a movement project. And then now yeah. it's seeming, seeming like there's an issue between Scorcher and Wretch, yeah? And this is what's going to hold them back from ever doing a movement project. When Scorcher did his freestyle, it seemed like he had a shot. I caught the bar. Enough people caught the bar. Yeah. What I wanted to say to you, or I wanted to bring up a little bit more than anything was, the bar that he said was um, muted. It was muted. Do you feel that freestyle platforms, yeah, like um, Rated, Daily Duppy, Behind Bars, Mad About Bars, fire in the booth, whatever it is. If somebody goes in the booth, yeah, and is expressing themselves and saying whatever it is that they feel, do you feel like if if they say something a bit problematic that they should mute it? What do you think? There's so much different ways to look at this because of the comp like how complex the situation is. Personally, though, I don't think you should mute it. Mm. I don't. I don't think it should be muted at all. That's my personal opinion. And I can go as far as to say, if anybody had anything to say about me, which was my personal life, and we were having a rap clash and so on and so forth, and that would happen and it was said, I would also ask for it not to be muted. At one point, I think I would have asked for it to be muted. But not at this point in oh, my life. Okay. I, I don't think I care anymore. Yeah, I don't think it should be muted, for one. I think by muting it, it made more of a problem mm -hmm. because people that would absolutely not have caught the bar are now saying, wait a minute, because what we have to remember is these two's issue is part of a, it's almost like another generation of this scene. It's not the young boys coming up now. So it could have been overlooked. I would imagine there's been slide digs previously, but because there's no muting or no anything like that, there's no attention drawn to it. Whereas that mute is so evident, it's kind of louder than half of the other things that are happening on with the video. So all of a sudden, you begin to wonder, why did they mute that? Mm. All you got to do is jump on Twitter, you'll find out all the answers. And then all of a sudden, Rich Rita is trending for something that I'd imagine he wouldn't want to be trending for. So... I don't think you should mute it. I think you should just accept that this is going to come out. Let it come out. Let it be overdrawn and let people get over it because people want to speak about it. 
and uh, unfortunately yeah. both parties both members have now uh, decided to disclose information on it or, yeah. what, or their thoughts people have been dying some like a small a very small percentage of people yeah have been dying for it yeah they've been dying for it and I think that uh, no one knows the real well so I mean some people do but those people that are dying for it have heard stuff and like it's almost like they're dying for someone to just come out and then just say exactly what it is when I don't feel that either of them have to do that however if somebody goes on the microphone for me and they want to ex- providing that they don't I mean this is where I pick and choose yeah providing that they don't speak mad ill of the dead like if it's like say someone's just died and then they come out and then they say a madness about the person who's just died then I think maybe for me that's the line that's for me for me that's the line yeah. however you know what if someone's going to go and express themselves they're just more than entitled to do that so you know what just leave it however I understand how it, th- this could be problematic and I think that by it being silence does almost make it more it does make it more it of it a thing it makes it more of a thing um, it makes it more of a thing I think they, by silencing it was the worst decision they could have done. But it's happened. We have to move forward now. Um, you've seen both parties express themselves via social media and YouTube. I, I I don't think that was the best possible move for anybody. I don't think it's just, I don't think it allows you to safely navigate through life. I, I think it is a hindrance on whether it be one percent or ninety nine percent is is somewhat of a hindrance just on your day. You're caught thinking about things that you probably don't want to think about. I think for both parties as well, I could be entirely wrong. I don't want to offend anyone. I don't want to be disrespectful. That is not my whole purpose of doing this. But when you take a look at where they are musically, they are absolute gods of music to me. I love them so much and I wish they were both in more advanced positions. But when things are happening in your personal life, it's very difficult for you to navigate through forward because you've got other things on your mind. And I just think that situation needs to be put to bed for everyone's sake because... that's only a thing that I feel can be put to bed privately though no of course nobody wants it to be public but when your private situation is just public entertainment for so much people I can tell you as I have huge amounts of respect for both parties that's just upsetting for me because of what's involved and if people start thinking about more what's involved I think the decisions you make are a lot easier. When you use pride and your ego to navigate you through situations, you ignore the most important thing. There's, I'm not going to go into too much details because I just don't want to... But there's some, there's something within that situation that everybody should be thinking about. And I just don't think everybody's applying too much thought to that situation. I think they're applying the thought that they think is appropriate. But when you apply the real thought and say, that's the most interest, the most important thing in the situation, how do we think of a strategy to navigate safely for a period of time for this situation's sake. What's the most important thing? So how are we going to navigate? We're going to have to see each other. We're going to have, we need to talk. We need to sort it out and move forward. So this is no longer entertainment for the public because everybody's to blame for it being where it is right now. Nobody would want to hear that. Nobody would want it to be said to them, but everybody's to blame that's involved in that situation for it getting to where it is right now. 
And now... Wait, wait, wait. What do you mean? Like, everyone is in involved like in that situation. Oh, okay, everyone okay. involved in that situation has played a part in it getting where it is right now. And I'm not saying that means, oh, that they're wrong. I'm not saying anyone's wrong, but just as a friend of people, and Chuck's, I phoned you straight away, and you know about, you know, my take on the situation and how yeah. much I'm not happy about people that I have huge respect for just being ridiculed on my timeline. Like, bro, it's, it's, it doesn't yeah, make yeah, me happy. Yeah, yeah. That's all, man. I've, well, I will say this, though. Honestly, like, I'm a massive... I'm such a fan of both of them, you know? Mm-hmm. And, like, one of the two... one of The common denominator between them both, yeah, of why I like them both is that they, they're speaking to you on a microphone. Like, they are... They've got things to say, like... And they are, they, when, you know, like when you look at some of the free, just some of the tunes that Scorch has done or whatever, and the way that he delivers his bars and that with the arrogance and like, it's like he's chatting to you and Rex being the wordsmith or whatnot. I'm definitely from a fan perspective, not mad at like, if a man wants to put this thing in the music and they want to just express it however they want to express it through their art, if they're feeling some type of pain. If someone's feeling some type of pain and they want to talk about it through their music or whatnot, not, mm. I'm not mad, of it, mad at it because I like artists that do that. I like artists that go and talk like you, you, you can't, like, it's hard for me to express how much I love the fact that Dave came out on his album was like, raw, like, I'm going, this is what's happening in my mind, like. I feel like I'm suffering from this and that and whatever. And it's like, okay, he didn't maybe didn't do too much interviews on it on that. That's fine. But you know what? It's in the music. As a fan, I'm hearing it. And I'm like, okay, cool. But... Dave's incredible. Yeah. Dave's incredible. But it's... Uh, I don't know, man. It's... Uh, Dave, do you know what it is? You need a bit... See that what Dave done there? I'm just... I think a lot more artists need just a little bit of that. Because what it does is, I just think it allows you to have freedom and peace within your mind i think dave can find that through the music because he doesn't need to have interviews he needs to do no. it in a place that he's comfortable and he's done it and i think that situation there my bro i genuinely feel that their lives will change when that is sorted out in the safest possible way for Definitely. everyone to navigate i promise you their lives will change yeah. and i can say that as a person who's been through traumatic situations which is the first time you've been through it and for a couple of months, maybe a couple of years, you just don't know what the fuck is going on. And you have to ask yourself, okay, this still isn't at a place that I feel comfortable. Put pride aside, put ego aside. Look, my, my, how, do we, how do we navigate through this safely? How can we, because we can't live like this forever. This ain't cool. Who the hell wants to live like this? How do we navigate safely through this situation for everybody? And I'm telling you, man's lives will change, Chucks. Yeah, also from a selfish point of view though, man, we, it's just, we're never going to see this movement thing because from no. whatever that situ from what that situation seems like it is, from the surface, from what we're hearing, that there's, there's never a way that they're, these two are going to get in a studio together and make music t together amongst the rest of There's no point speculating like we, don't, like we don't know enough information. We, we know enough to know that this probably will never happen. Ever, oh, that's ever, what I'm ever. saying. That's exactly ever. what I'm saying. We're never going to know. I mean, we're never going to see this. And I can't lie, Chucks, I'm with you. That's, that That's is the sad thing for me. Sad, bro. That is the sad thing for me, that it's like, it's got to a point where that it, it, there's, no, there's, no re there's no real coming back from any of that. And like, Rex has made it clear, he's not trying to get in no, have no lyrical back and forth or whatnot. But um, 
I don't know. The response was a little bit strong still, though. Fam? It was a tad bit strong. That was lifting weights in the gym, fam. fam it was just a tad bit strong. I mean, look, man, like, this, <laughs> I know enough information to say, you know what? If a man's upset in that, sometimes, like, I don't know, you, you clap back or you just don't even say anything. Do you know what I'm saying? You jump in, you go in the studio, you go on a microphone and you clap back. Or you just don't really say anything. But that, it, listen, I'm not telling somebody what they should or shouldn't do, but I just think in taking into consideration the circumstance and all of these things, I think I think Scorcher could have been cut some slack just a tad bit. Do you know what? I can't tell anyone how to respond because I don't even know how anyone really feels. I just have enough information to know how I would respond, but I don't know about them. So all I will say is, is this how you lot want to behave? For many years to come. Well, no, nah, but do their thing so. in the music, though. You know, do. But I, uh, do you know what? I love them. Like seriously, musically, I love them. We both love them. Whatever it is that you lot want to do with the music, go and do that. Like just. But as long as, as long, I'm gonna say this from a fan's perspective now. Yeah. That just speaking as a fan, I just don't want it. Even if it is a music thing. I don't want it to consume the music too much, though. But it's going all, it's all, so The thing is, until you sort out certain situations in your life, it does consume you. You are your art. Mm. Your art stems from who you are and where you are. I hear and if that you're still. not in a great place, I think the, one of the greatest examples of that, who embodies that, is Kanye West. It's just that he's able to make wherever he is in his life an artistic perspective that you can appreciate. Whereas some people will be in a very weird place in their life and try and make music or try and make anything like when they were in a great place and try and replicate what they did in, when they were in a different place. But like, yeah. bro, you're just in a different place now. You're better off trying to make what is happening to you right now in the most artistic way in which you can that the whole world can appreciate. So sonically, Kanye West makes heartache sound so beautiful. Yeah, And it's like, I understand you're going through something, but... I enjoy listening to this. I don't even know why I enjoy listening to it. And I just think the artists in the UK, some of them haven't really figured out how to do that as of yet. Dave does it very well. Yeah, Dave do you know does it's it mad, very, you know? very I think, well. I think you're right. Like if, if very from, well. Like again, if these lot channeled it in a certain type of way, they both of them might be able to put forward some of the best music that they've ever done. Bodies of work. But, I genuinely believe that. I don't know, man. Well, yeah. Anyway. Great segue. My G. Great segue. I'm out of here, yeah, Don't yeah. try to ignore me. Great segue. Yeah, yeah. Is it? Yeah. I you hate you. It, yeah, because yeah, I, I was the whole time when you said it, I was just looking at you like, I'm smiling like, what do I do here? <laughs> oh, just get yeah, it, Yeah, you knew where I was going, man, but I could not not mention it, you know what I mean? Anyway, yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. Go on. <laughs>